0: so like i'm just not not a full human today and this is all the wine i have in my entire house this shit. is it shit um i should have grabbed some while i was out but you know
1: i got some you can have no oh, great. <laughs> great
0: thanks cherish that's really
1: cool. <laughs> oh yeah no, give me a glass <laughs> i need some myself so just a moment um...
0: The old lady lady saga continues.
1: Hey, right, left. It's
0: confusing. I hey, listen, in my head, anytime I need to use a right or a left, I'm doing this. I just have to think about what hand I write with.
1: Right. Oh, that you know what? That's smart, Cherish. I never thought about life hack. I came up with it when I was about six. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um uh, welcome to the worst day of my life my name is cherish and i'm laura loa i'm auntie Uh, loa i'm just your auntie loa you know we're just your drunk aunties (laughs) that are but the liberal ones who are just like you know smoking it up talking shit
0: yeah i love being an aunt it's the coolest thing ever i love that i can just like Fuck around and be fun, and then when they're assholes, I just go away.
1: Like that's (laughs) a that's a new thing for me. (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) That's what made me have one in the first place. Was that my nephew Cash was born and he was just the most perfect, he's still the most perfect angel creature human on this planet who just wants to be sweet he just wants to help he's the he's the kid that like there's a bunch of kids running around and doing stuff and making a mess at a party and he's the one that's like hey can I help you do dishes (laughs) like he doesn't want anything he doesn't have any like underlying he's just that he's just sweet and I I fell in love with him and then I, it took like three months for my birth control to get out of my system. Yeah, and then I got pregnant with uh, Rowan, which is why Rowan and Cash both are born in September. Oh, because I just loved Cash so much, I had to have a baby. That's adorable. Yep, he's Rowan's really sweet too, but he's not that kind of helpful.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's the kind of helpful you have to like threaten and right. like, like yep
0: Yep. Arlo Arlo can be helpful he likes to help but he also likes to start shit so like that's a you know it really depends on the mood that he's in right Rowan,
1: Rowan really likes to help cheer people up and make people feel better yeah like the other day when I was having a really bad day he like went to the general store I don't know Dave if you helped him do this but if you did thank you um and he got like ingredients and like baked me a cake and stuff just, like, a chocolate cake it was so good and he's just like yeah I know you were having a bad day so I wanted to bake you a cake that's really sweet did you see that video yeah
0: it's like Here, and then scouts just being a feral Goblin baby <laughs>
1: and I like but I the video, video it's like it's a video of the back of Rowan baking me a cake because he's so sweet and like I had a bad day and he's just an angel and then it it, like pans over to Scout who's two and she's like she's shirtless and like wiping chocolate off of her chest and then like putting it in her mouth and then she turns her face towards the camera her whole face is just covered in chocolate and she just like taking just shoving this what are those things called a story thing no oh the whisk, whisk. <laughs> she's like shoving her mouth in between the prongs of the whisk just like rubbing chocolate on her face just taking bites straight out of it <laughs> like those that's my those are my kids but totally, her. there's like I the sweet her. quiet one mm-hmm. and then the just she's just she's feral he's a goblin she's a little goblin baby
0: in the best way love, love her I just will never stop referencing you know we're all trying to watch Transformers and she's just yelling along with all the booms and bangs and we're just like laughing because we're adults and we can drown it out and Arlo's like can you please be quiet he doesn't fucking understand that whole trip like by the end he was like mom I don't think I like toddlers and I'm like you know what I
1: get that you know I get most I most kids his age do not no I found (laughs) especially boys cash is like the only exception to that he's just I don't know well yeah but um yeah Scout like she gets very excited during movies and poor Arlo poor Arlo is just like very sweet and gentle and just like excuse me or like when she was when he was playing his game he's like could you give me some space please (laughs) and she's like Could you please give me some space, Scout? Thank you. (laughs) It's like, you're doing a great job, bud, but she has no idea what you're saying. She's just... She also doesn't give a shit. Right. She (laughs) wouldn't care if she did.
0: (laughs) So we had um, an eventful last week on the internet. We really became kind of... I didn't become popular. I think that was before I was on the podcast, but we became popular. And I'm just going to go ahead and open this up because I have a lot to say about it. Okay. Um. So, you know, Cherish and I are very careful and have been very careful about using people's names. We do a lot of shit talking, and I'm not sorry for that. Mm-mm. Like, even a little bit. Uh, I think also, if you're going to act shitty, um, you just expect for people to know, like, don't act but, in a way that you wouldn't want people to know about. Well,
1: and one thing that I have to say is that if I have something bad, I'm a really nice person, and I give Great. people chance after chance, chances. too many chances, and I always try to see the best in people. I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And if I have something bad to say about you, you have fucking stabbed me in the back multiple yep. times. Yep, and you well, deserve and that, it. Like,
0: regardless of that fact, you're regardless. Um, Otherwise, they don't talk shit. Is all I'm saying. Right. I don't- I, I will i'll talk it. shit no, you will Not all the me. time and i'll fucking say it to your face you can get fucked but i this this episode that we recently took down and are putting back up mm-hmm. um was a really important episode because and we've talked about it a lot since like cherish was in a really shitty relationship it was super abusive she just kind of like sat back didn't say anything about it I told her for a long time, like, you should fucking throw this person under the bus. She was very, like, cool about it and, like, worked through it. And this person showed back up in her life along with his now ex-girlfriend who has started some shit again. And, you know, I what I think is really interesting about this whole situation, because I'm sure, you know, like, if you're in our Facebook group, which is poppin', Um, You saw like, you know, this this person was going after Cherish's business and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting her friends to say that she wasn't a supporter of victims of domestic abuse or domestic violence. Um, And what blows my mind is the lack of uh, transparency through all of this, because I, I like I've been here. And like for the record, like I I hope this person is listening. I'm sure I'm sure Just. she is. Like, listen away, Bucko. Yeah. Fuck you. But like, you know, I I've been, I've seen screenshots. Like Cherish and I are in constant communication. We screenshot like every conversation to each other. There's like no secrets, right? And so the the interesting part of this to me was that this like introduction that she had back into Cherish's life was a backstabby bullshit thing and so this whole like she doesn't support domestic violence um survivors was a crock of shit because that's what you were trying to do in the first place and here's the other thing you can you know say that someone went through something shitty and also think that they're a piece of shit like those Mm -hmm. things can happen at the same time and guess what buddy When you are going to act like a crazy bitch, you're going to turn people against people. You're going to isolate your partner. Like, don't even get me started on like the abuse. Like, we're not even going to unpack it. You like (laughs) you're a shitty person. And then again, to like, be like, oh, well, I just needed I was bored. Like, I don't believe for a minute that somebody sent her anything. There is no way that someone was like that. I don't believe it for a second
1: um because there's no identifying information whatsoever there's no way to know who my ex-husband even is he's not really he's not on social media we don't have any connections and then to go even farther to figure out who she is well uh, and she she named
0: herself and then on top of that to like it it was just we have always talked so like I had like a mini run-in with this person I fucking hate this person she like would (laughs) <laughs> she like won't be around me which like good good I hope you feel uncomfortable around me I hope you never want to be around me because you know that you suck you suck you're a liar and you suck um and also like you the way that you do things is shitty it's shitty don't, ugh, but like I where was I going with that I don't remember anyways it it pissed me off to watch that happen because you have spent, um, I mean, it took a lot of courage for you to like come out with that story in the first place, which is like a common thing that happens to people and people need to know that like they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And then, and like I said, like, y- you know, you had a hard time afterwards again because then this person is back trying to cause issues in your life because she's fucking jealous and bored. And it's like, damn bitch, you need to get a life. I feel like we say that about
1: people a lot. Get a it's, fucking night. It's so true, though. I think just to like have it make a little bit of sense for people listening, I'm gonna just kind of explain briefly. Basically, I was in a horrible abusive relationship. I got out of it, so f- it was hard, and I was so proud of myself, and. I saw what I thought was this person preying on another person, Mm -hmm. and I warned the person that was being preyed upon that he's not someone that you should get super comfortable with until you've really gotten to know them. And all I saw, truly all I said was, because she was talking about marrying him, I mean immediately. What? what Yes. And what I said was, hey. live with him for a while before you marry him do not just marry that guy because there's a lot that could happen people don't always abuse people people don't, you know people change people grow up people abuse some people and don't abuse other people i don't know i don't know that that's going to happen i didn't assume that i just told her to be cautious right that's the right thing to do it is um and that's where i left it i left so then that person, instead of taking my advice, said, Oh my God, she's like totally trying to break us up. And she's so totally like jealous of us. And like went off and made this whole like thing that told everybody that I was, you know, trying to, you know, telling her to break up with him because I really want, I don't know what the fuck she wanted. Anyway, mm-hmm. pissed me off. <laughs> Bullshit.
0: <laughs> when you were just trying to help and like try to, to help be yeah. everybody.
1: Yeah. It's like, and you're like in a happy relationship where totally. whatever. I don't want anything to do with that man like that is that's kind of what i'm telling you like don't but anyway not my problem at all not my right. business but yeah i think most women would feel compelled to say something especially when it's like a young woman with children and right. i don't know it's just you don't want people to go through the same thing that you've been through yep so apparently big mistake on my part. She's not that kind of person. <laughs> um. So anyway, years <laughs> later, you know, I've already cut this person off completely, blocked, blocked, blocked everything, fuck you. Right. And years later, I get this message on my business page because she's blocked from everything else that says, you know, hey, you were right, essentially. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. I was like oh my god this is what he did to me this is what he did to me and i said you need to make sure you've got all of his friends off of your friends list because he's still getting screenshots of your shit." right yep and she goes how do you know that and i was like i just do tell me how you know that how do you know it let me see whatever so i showed her yeah a screenshot of my conversation with him she takes that and puts it on the internet with my name his name all this stuff knowing what your relationship was like with him and what you went through it the fact that I'm terrified of this person not only that I had agreed to take what was my dog back for him while he was figuring out a place to live okay that's what triggered this whole I think thing of her calling me I don't know right or her reaching out to me so the thing that pisses me off is that She was claiming that me having this podcast episode a million years ago where I have no identifying information whatsoever. I don't talk, you know. Yeah, I called her, uh, I think I called her gross and disgusting. I stand by that. 100%. I think you're even grosser and more disgusting now that you've done this. FYI. You, uh. (laughs) But. She had her friend posting on my business page that mm-hmm. um, I, I could have put her in danger mm-hmm. somehow by saying these things. Um, one, no one even no one in my like personal life even knew about this podcast. Like, you're the one calling it out. You're the one making you're the one putting your name on it. You're the <laughs> one putting my name on it. You're the one attaching it to my business. Like no one would have even fucking known had any clue who I was talking about. Right. Right. Um, Because I've done nothing wrong. Um. And two, you put me in immediate danger because I was fucking terrified that he was going to find that screenshot of mine and his conversation on his way to my house the next day to drop off that dog. Yep. And I was nervous. And fuck you for doing that. No shit. And I think, I mean, we
0: all know, her included, you too, Boo, you know, like what the issue was here. And you know, like that, I mean, <clears throat> it's embarrassing. It it's embarrassing be. and it's stupid and you should you should be embarrassed. Anyways, I guess the takeaway from all of this is like we we all have been through our shit. I think most people have been in an abusive relationship, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I do think that. Um I haven't I haven't met a single person that hasn't been in one. Which sucks you know um and we don't all have to like like each other because let's be honest i fucking hate a lot of people and that's fine that doesn't mean that i wish harm upon them most times it no. just means that i don't want anything to do with you and just, that's okay
1: when i block you stay out of my life go away right stay in
0: your lane and stop making it all about you it doesn't need to be all about you we weren't profiting off of anything and also guess what there bucko that episode wasn't about your fucking suffering it was about Trish's experience in a in a really horrendous relationship that scarred her for her life Mm
1: -hmm. and you can fuck off with that self-centered bullshit like (laughs) the fact that you're part of you're one of the villains in my story does not mean that I'm sharing your story and I'm sharing your (laughs) trauma fuck off no this is not about you this is my podcast
0: well so you know what the internet callouts are tired fucking grow up dude grow the fuck and on facebook get yeah. god shut the fuck up shut up we're in yeah. our 30s I know you're in early 30s but like shut up it's about as much Jeez. time as I'm willing
1: to spend on that but either way <laughs> um thank you for listening to us we really appreciate you getting our you know getting our numbers up like that we appreciate you Um, drawing some more attention to our podcast it's great yeah we like doing it um that episode will be going back up along with this episode um and I want to say for the one person that has complained about that episode there have been multiple 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 people Mm -hmm. who have reached out to me personally and said thank you for talking about that yep thank you for being open about that because I will tell you when you're in, a, in an abusive relationship especially one that does where they don't hit you yep it yep. gets weird and it gets murky yep. and it gets confusing and it, if you don't talk to people around you about it because you're embarrassed of the way you're being treated yep you're making a mistake
0: well and I think if anything like I don't know I think talking, talking about these things and making these conversations normal is something that is super important. And I, I mean, there's a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast that are like, kind of like, like maybe that conversation shouldn't happen. It should, that conversation should happen. Right. Like this whole idea that there are just these taboo subjects. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't agree. And I think it also helps bad people take advantage of good people
1: and uh, you know there's a lot of that there have been a lot of people who've been like hey I don't have anyone else in my life that I can talk to about this can I talk to you about this right like this is what's happening in my home this is how I'm treated this is what's going on you know and like if I can be that for someone like I really don't I really don't give a shit if that episode bothers that one person being up because I called her gross and disgusting.
0: Well, and I, I i don't know. I i love doing this with you because I feel like we're on the same page, but you're, I don't know, we're like um, opposites, but not all the way. Like you're nicer about it, you know? Um, know? What did you say? We were on our road trip and you were like, wow, I thought you were exaggerating, but you really don't like anyone. It's like, nope, oh, nope. <laughs> uh, nope uh turns out it was autism uh (laughs) but i (laughs) but um
1: no i think uh they're, they're they're important subjects they're important things to talk about people appreciate it and i'm gonna keep talking about it i'm not gonna stop
0: yeah speaking of subjects that are tough to talk about we're in february right now uh-huh. And I feel like I have had the same conversation with so many people lately about everyone just being fucking, Depressed. yeah, but like, like heavy depression. And I feel like, and I, I you know, I'm not going to turn this into like a news podcast. <laughs> um, But like, there's a lot of things happening in our world right now that are like, really scary and weird and like, kind of like, malicious seeming and like, like
1: like conspiracy theories but like not they're but like not really believable they're like, no, they're like
0: real this I is know. the dawning of the age of Aquarius it's a nightmare hellish landscape right now I'm in the middle of right now it's snowing like crazy I should it's open this here too it's so we're supposed to get upwards of 20 inches oh not like that no no Really thankful for my new tires. Hell yeah. But I, you know, I've reached, I was on the phone with Cherish because this is so funny. We like talk on the phone about these things and then we record them also because we're air signs and we can just talk for fucking ever. But like, I, (laughs) I have reached a point where I just can't, I can't ignore or be nice about things any longer. I've talked about my co-parent quite a bit on this Well, I guess a little bit on this podcast. Speaking of like domestic abuse, I have endured seven years and counting of just like severe bullshit. Un, what's the word I'm looking for? Unbridled, emotional, like verbal abuse from my co-parent. And, you know, we went through like court proceedings and things like that. And during that, you know, I was instructed to just, like, ignore it and document it and whatever, which I I understand, but I don't have the ability to do that anymore, and, you know, I'm sure that it's paired also with the the weather and the time <laughs> of the year and everything, but I did receive, so my abuser likes to send me... <laughs> Pages and pages paragraphs, and pages. pages of and it and it will be, you know, it'll be a question about like, you know, hey, did you do this? or hey, please don't do this again. Or, you know, it's not like I'm warm with this person. I don't think you need to be with your co-parent, especially if you're not on good terms. Like it can be a business interaction. And if they don't fucking like it, they can suck a dick, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you don't, maybe you shouldn't have been a dick then. I don't know what to tell you. This is what you get now, you know? But it could be a simple question. Or a statement like that. And I would get, I will get six paragraphs back. Um, mm-hmm. which I'm sure anybody can imagine after seven years. You know, I was telling Cherish, like, my Apple Watch will ask me if I'm exercising because <laughs> because my heart rate
1: climbs so much so (laughs) terrifying that's awful
0: well and I think also what's really interesting about this sort of relationship because with any other you know you can just walk away you can block this person's number you can erase them from your life um something that I've learned about this particular relationship is I mean first of all it was really fucked up and more and more things start coming up that were wrong and that affected me like you know the the longer time goes on and also you just don't get to heal
1: from it I know and it fucking pisses me off it's such bullshit and I think (laughs) that's why I couldn't be friends with my um or like you know yeah (laughs) because I I um I decided every time I had to feel something from that abuse I was gonna tell him so I started telling him, hey, I'm having a fucking panic attack, you fucking prick. You, fucking you son it. of a bitch, you did this to me. And he was like, I don't think I want to be, I don't think I want to communicate anymore. I was like, I can't do it. Fuck you.
0: Well, my big thing that I've really been struggling with was like the sexual assault that happened in that relationship. And I'm here to tell you that if someone is coercing you into sex and guilting you into sex, that's sexual assault. That's
1: not okay. No matter what your relationship is with that person, if they are trying to convince you. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's not good
0: behavior. And I think the thing that, like, bothers me the most about this, first of all, the person that they are seeing now told me that they still do that, first of all. Right. Which is fucked up. Second of all, the fact that like I, you know, I've had a whole bunch of like reservations in that whole arena because of that, because it grossed me out because I was so like, and I think, you know, I don't know. I wish there was some solution where you like didn't have to be in communication with people like that. And it's taken everything in me to like not respond to these fucked up messages and be like, this is fucking rich coming from someone who has the audacity to like coerce women into having sex with them? Shut the fuck, like, shut up. It's going to come out at some point. It's going to At some yeah. point yeah. that's going to be. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, my problem. Two of wine. <laughs> Check it at the wrong time. But like, I think, you know, through these relationships, these co-parenting relationships, and I know plenty of women that have to co-parent with men that abuse them and that were not good to them. And that, you know, like. A, fuck that, that's fucked up. Sus. And B, yeah, you're just like constantly processing all these terrible things that happen to you Um, every time you have to talk to this person, especially when they're doing the same shit, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And my situation, it's always been like a control tactic, like this person learned that they couldn't tell me what to do. And all of a sudden it was, well, this is what I can do, you know? but yeah fucking abusive relationships man they fuck you up they do and forever and forever
1: Mm -hmm. like I I don't know if I told you this I the last like three therapists I've had have been like okay we should do EMDR with you which is the like flashing lights and they like make you remember things and try to disconnect your like body's reaction from the memory yeah And we tried to do it my last appointment. And I could not like the first step is like focusing on a safe place. Yeah. And I couldn't stay focused. Yeah. Because of my ADD first. first, (laughs) okay. first of all, she's got a fucking tick, ticking, talking fucking clock sitting there. No. I can't. So then she puts it, she moves it to the other end of the room. And it's like, no, I can still hear it. It's right. It's in the drawer. Now it's like <laughs> echoing louder. Like, you got to get that shit out of here. I can't. <laughs> so then she moves it out of the room. And then I'm trying to focus still. And I, then I just started bawling, like crying my eyes out. And she was like, uh, are you okay? You're supposed to be in your safe place. Like, the you know, let's right. stop. And I was like, I can't i couldn't focus i couldn't stay in my safe place long enough so then my my brain immediately started shaming me for having adhd and saying oh no this one thing that all these therapists have said was the one thing that was gonna help you like live a normal life you can't do it because you've got adhd you can't focus well enough to fix this problem so now you're fucked. like your brains your brain isn't good enough like that's what my i started doing to myself yeah (laughs) <laughs> you know like and she was like okay let's stop let's stop let's stop okay she's like your safe place is not supposed to make you freak out you go from being like the most composed person to an absolute mess <laughs> it is, I know. I, it's not my favorite oh, thing but it's like it's it is it's up there it's me it's me it's what it is you're precious it's adorable no, it's true because I also uh, like I said, I'm I'm someone who can who can take a lot of shit, give you the benefit of the doubt, be like, "Oh, yeah. they're having a bad day. Oh, their childhood sucked. You know, oh, no one taught them how to be a polite person. That's not my <laughs> fault. Yeah, it's not their fault." Oh, but like if you have just really truly done me wrong, you I'm fucking mad. <laughs> I'm hurt, and I, well, I will knew. not
0: <laughs> The outward expression of this, though, I've watched for gross. <laughs> it's, it's like the first time, because, you know, I I frequently am the person that's like, no, like, you have a voice. Use it, you know, but
1: this is the first time we have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Oh. Shh, 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 cherish, stop. Consult oh, me before, before you use your voice. You're using it in the wrong way. That's the thing. I've gone my whole life getting walked on. Like over and over again. And I just get like, you know, I've been just like beaten down and like, you know, made to feel like, like shitty garbage that nobody wants and nobody needs and whatever. And like, now that I'm like in a good place and I'm like feel good about myself and ready to like face my demons, I'll like go back. I'll go back far. I'll fucking, <laughs> you fucking did me wrong back then, you motherfucker. I will kill you. No, no, shh, cherish. Don't, no, don't, don't threaten to kill anyone. Just relax. <laughs> it's, been good... it's been a good calmly. It's been mean, that didn't work. Okay. No, well, sometimes time to
0: be a bitch. Right. I love being a bitch.
1: It's my favorite. Thing. I don't, I mean, I love it in the moment and then I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh no. Uh, what did I
0: do? I think, um, no, especially like in dealing with this person. I've learned to like hone it in and be like, yeah. And be very like passive aggressive. No, no. Methodical about like, (laughs) about how I say things, you know,
1: I'm just not allowed to communicate with anyone anymore. I. It's cool. It's good. It's for the best. I shouldn't
0: be. I, I don't know. I am. Maybe, maybe it'll be different in May, you know, but for now, for now, this is what it's like. And I just don't have the wherewithal. I try to do EMDR and I, I remember it was, well, it was just too much. It was too much for me. Mm. Um, it, it, I, I cannot afford for things to get worse before they get better. That whole like thing. I know uh, there's not,
1: listen, it's not, we can't go down that road. I feel that same way. Like I don't want to feel those things. I don't want to remember it. I don't want to do it. But I'm every time I'm going to the fucking grocery store, I'm feeling it. I'm remember, you know, like I can't just live a normal life.
0: Well, and I think for you too, you have a really good support system at home, and so it's like, I my thing is, I'm on my own. There's no time for me to like work on those things and I think that has been a lot of my frustration I was talking to my psychiatrist he's talking to my psychiatrist because I see a psychiatrist now because I have oh, to cool not my favorite thing in the world I think it's kind of stupid we all hate um, it but uh he was like would you because in my court order it said you know like I need to talk to a psychiatrist because <laughs> I was misdiagnosed but he was like would you have come to see me if you weren't like court ordered to. And I was like, no. And he dead ass was like, you seem like you're fine. Like, you seem like you've got a good head on your shoulders. You mm-hmm. seem like you know what's going on. I'm like, uh, what's the alternative?
1: If you miss having disposable cameras, let me tell you about Paper Shoot Camera. I love it. I bring it everywhere with me. It's tiny and lightweight, takes images just like a disposable film camera, Except you can put a memory card in it and take as many as you want. It's awesome. You can't see the images until you upload them, kind of like film. But you can still pick and choose which ones you print, like digital. So you're not wasting film. It's wonderful. And use code CHERISHHARPER10 at checkout to get 10% off of your paper shoot camera. Go to papershootcamera.com and use code CHERISHHARPER10. 10 to get 10% off. Thanks. Bye. You guys, let me tell you about this coat. Yeah. Let's hear about it. Um, So when Laura was here a few weeks ago in Washington state, visiting me for her birthday, uh, we went thrifting. I found this coat. It's all Sherpa fuzzy tan stuff on the outside. Mm-hmm. I've not taken it off since. <laughs> And I tell you what, it's cursed with um, a man pussy magnet that I don't want. I'm not interested. I don't want you to talk to me. Stop it. And this coat is just drawing them in. It's Mm -hmm. magic. Yesterday, uh, Yesterday, two days ago, something like that. Um, I was at the gas station trying to get gas, just go to throw some shit away in the garbage can. And this guy on the other side of the pumps goes, oh, hey, I throw my stuff away, completely ignore him. Right. Go back to the pump Mm -hmm. and start pumping. He comes around the side of the pump and goes, hey, pretty cold out here today, huh? I fucking glared at him like he just offended the fuck out of me. And he kind of slowly backed up and got into his car <laughs> and drove away. And I told Roro, I was like, you know, I didn't need to be that mean. But yes, the, more, the more I've <laughs> thought about it, I did. You know, that he should have gotten the signal. When I first walked by and ignored you, that mm-hmm. means – I'm not interested do not talk to me also
0: you know what all men are a threat
1: right they are right now I'm sorry I'm sorry guys you're you've scary always
0: been, you've always been a threat fucking leave us alone we don't <laughs> care don't fucking talk to me I don't no. like unless nope no unless
1: no no that's no. it when
0: Laura, Shut
1: up. when Laura was here we were on our way to the airport <sighs> stopped at a thrift store, and I was walking through, and I could hear this guy's footsteps behind me, and they, I kept turning, and he kept staying behind me, so I was, like, very aware of this person, and I looked right at him, and then he went in a different way, so I was, like, not super concerned about him for a minute. I'm, like, looking at dresses, and he comes right, like, pops up right around the edge of the dress hangers and is like right next to me. And he goes, he goes, Hey, what's your name? That's such a scary way to start like that. No kidding. And I said, I go, why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Loud. I was loud. And he immediately like took a few steps backwards and got quiet. And he goes, I just, I just, I just wanted to talk to you. And I go, no, thanks. And he stood there and got a little, he's like pop, propped himself up a little bit, like trying to be like a little tough, like he was gonna, I don't know, it creeped me the fuck out and I go, no thanks. And then he finally walked away. And that's when I was like, I went and found you. Then we were looking for Arlo. Oh my God, we couldn't oh find my Arlo God. for a split second. Well, he's standing right next to the fucking guy. <laughs>
0: oh arlo knows if anybody talks to him he just screams at the top of his lungs perfect you know i have this theory so we were like gonna talk about conspiracy theories and we can like kind of put this to the side to like talk about it more because i feel like with this whole chemical spill we're gonna have some real shit to go Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i the people that i've met who have been the most immersed in like the actual conspiracy theories i'm not talking like you know the ohio um crash isn't getting coverage because our government has something to do with it fucking obviously they do like it they fuck there's no there if you look at where these places happened it was on fertile soil like all of that Would the rivers
1: run the ohio Uh river to like the colorado river to the yeah i mean no it was
0: intentional but i'm talking like reptilians and hollow earth and how the Nazis ran away to the moon and they have a base there oh yeah I've met people that believe in those things and there is not a single one that I have met who wasn't indoctrinated into Christianity or Catholicism as a young child Mm -hmm. and I do think that it triggers this thing in your brain where you just like don't you're open for anything right (laughs) you don't filter out like that doesn't make any fucking sense you know and what's interesting too is like having conversations with these people it's it's a it's stupid because you can be like you hear what you're saying though right and they'll be like yeah but there's this evidence I'm like that's not evidence (laughs)
1: you know I just I don't oof I don't I don't recommend private religious schools no not oh also little note there were multiple multiple teachers who married oh I believe that yeah after right after they turned 18. dude I have so many like you know
0: you I (sighs) organized religion is not it's not good it's Mm -mm. not good you want to live your life you know, you want to find some meaning in this like hellish hellscape that we live in. Great. That's awesome for you. But like, when it comes to big corporations being involved and forcing others to believe in those same things, you need to stop. And it's not cool. And I also like, I remember, so I moved to Rochester, Minnesota, initially where my ex-husband is from from well we were living in austin texas but like whatever i grew up in the pacific northwest and um my ex-husband's whole family they're all super religious like his mom has parental blocks on the tv for her they're for her so she doesn't watch naughty things on accident because oh gosh Um, oh my they they think i'm possessed by the devil and oh i I
1: bet (laughs) i'm terrified of you
0: so I remember one day we were at this outdoor like market thing that they had in Rochester and uh this woman one of my friend's moms was talking to me about watching the book of Eli which I didn't know at the moment was a religious um what's the word I'm looking for it was it's it's a religious propaganda movie like the guy is like it's a post-apocalyptic thing where um, Denzel Washington is bringing the Bible to this new community so that they can have organized religion, which, like, we don't fucking need. Anyways, I didn't know. I heard it was a post-apocalyptic movie. I obviously love that shit. And this woman invited me, and I was like, yeah, I I totally see that. And she was like, okay, it's at this church. And I looked I at her, and I said, oh, I won't be going to that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, why not? And I said, what I say to anybody, I said, well, I'd probably burst into flames. If Mm -hmm. I walked in there, I was like, also, I do not go to church for anybody, but my Papa, which is, and always has been true. Um, and she said, okay, well, you know, appreciate it. And she walked away. And this woman, my ex's sister said, I don't understand why you immediately just shoot things down when they have to do with Christianity. And I was like, excuse me. She's like, you don't know anything about it. And I was like, oh, that's the problem is that I do know a lot about it mm-hmm. and it's bullshit. And she was like, well, I just, I think you need to give it a chance. And I said, you know what? And I did, this was like the last mean thing that I said to somebody about the this sort of shit. I said, I think it's pathetic that you need to rely on something to give you a meaning. I don't need that. I've been through enough shit. I know what's out there. I'm not interested. I don't need that shit to tell me that there's something out there. I know there's nothing. Uh I was like, you're going to sit here and tell me that I went through all these horrendous things in my life. And like, honestly, continue to go through because it's God's plan. Go fuck yourself. And she was like, I I I I was like, don't ever fucking bring this shit up to me again. You know? Um, And I think that's my big problem with all of that is like, you know, again, do what you want to do. Believe what you want to believe that's fine don't fucking make it my problem no especially if you don't want to have a realistic logical conversation about it
1: because I will come down on you right none of it makes sense no that's what Dave and I just had this conversation the other day I was like I'm so glad because he and I were both raised super Christian went to Christian high school like you know yeah church all the time and I told him I was like I'm so glad that we got That we became atheists before we had kids because it's so yucky how they just brainwash them from the very, very, very beginning. And it's so easy. It's so much easier to comprehend that God made everything than it is to like explain evolution (laughs) to a child. Either way, what we were talking about was we were so glad that our children weren't going to have to like have that that weight hanging over them for one of just like shame that we Mm -hmm. had as teenagers and stuff of just like having any sort of like sexual desire whatsoever it's just like oh no Mm -hmm. like you're gonna go to hell like you can't do that these are some bad days okay
0: like really bad days or like funny bad days
1: I mean, I kind of wanted funny bad days, but they're, some of them they're are really kind of bad, bad days. days. One of them is a really bad day. I'll save that one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And two, Maybe in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. These are the really bad days. <laughs> if you have a bad day, you want to send us like uh, the worst day of your life. Uh, our email is theworstdaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear about you shit in your pants. I was just going to say send us your poopy pantsy <laughs> stories, throwing up on yourself. <laughs> um acts making a big whoopsie in public. Oh my god. Also, I lo- I listen, I think it was our last episode where we were like pretending to quote uh the Facebook group and say- we said something like Mama's got, Mama's got diarrhea or something like that. We totally quoted it wrong. The quote. <laughs> the, real... the real quote was, it's diarrhea time for mommy. <laughs> Which is so much better than whatever we said.
0: Yeah, because it sounds like it could be sexual. It's diarrhea
1: time for mommy. Like, yeah.
0: Yuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: our buddy Brianna got a text from her, her partner, uh, saying that, uh, he was bringing home pho. She responded, diarrhea time for mommy. I love that.
0: I love that. She said that. I love that.
1: Me too. It, uh, it it was great. Um, and it's, we're going to say it now, but we said it wrong last time. Um, okay. Different Brianna, not the same one. I went to Austin, Texas to celebrate my birthday. We had planned a super bougie seven course meal at a fancy restaurant for the special day. Before dinner, we had a chill day at the bar, watching football and generally relaxing. On the way back to the Airbnb, we took a rickshaw. The driver offered his weed vape and I, a drinker, not a smoker, took a giant fucking hit <laughs> I saw so much so big mistake that my smoker friend looked at me like oh shit that was a big one <laughs> I ended up getting so fucking high I had to get out of the rickshaw in an attempt to walk it off my friends had to physically help me walk well oh my I god sweat my tits off we made it to the Airbnb where I tried to factory reset in the cowboy pool (laughs) a trough tub rebranded as a pool (laughs) I ended up puking in a watering can nice right I had to lay in bed with my husband to try to get my shit together before dinner somehow I managed to throw on a fancy dress put my hair back and attempt to be presentable for this event we made it to dinner I was able to eat and enjoy it but everyone had to speak for me oh my don't God. take hits don't take hits from strangers yeah don't please let's not oh, Fucking <laughs> PS during this trip my friends also crashed their scooters both were <laughs> scraped and limping during the <laughs> trip and one lost her pinky nail yuck Pure oh, shenanigans. Go hard or go home. Wow. That's um hilarious. The pinky
0: nail though. That's a good one.
1: Yikes. We were watching Super Bad last night, Patrick yeah and, I, and he noticed that um the uh the curly haired guys. Mm-hmm arm had a huge scar on it and he goes have you ever noticed that and I was like no I was like it looks like a skin graft and he goes yeah and he looked it up that guy I can't remember his name I don't know Dave put his name in here right wait right here nope I lost it I had it curly-haired kid from super bad really main fuck. main 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 little curly-headed fuck um he When he was like 15 or something, his mother was diagnosed with cancer and he started like spiraling down this like misbehaving and just like being like a, like drinking and getting high and doing all this shit. Jonah Hill. Thank you. And he and his friend like stole this car and got in an accident where it was rolling over and his arm was hanging out of the car and it scraped like all of the skin skin and yeah. shit off of his arm on pavement and that's why he's got like a skin graft on his arm isn't that nuts that's fucking gross is what it is that's what it looked like and I was like God that whatever happened looks terrible but he doesn't remember any of it luckily Whew. anyways all right we got one more and then I'm and then I'm tapped okay this is it this is uh from juliet we read this in the live one but i don't know if we're gonna post the live one or not (laughs) that was embarrassing we were in hairy man boob bathing suits and drunk and i was your nipples on your bathing suit are so convincing Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: scary i know i don't it's and the color is so gross the like pinkness of it (laughs) anyways okay one more, this is a poop story, okay? Oh, great, perfect. It's for you, it's from Julia, our friend, Julia. I originally didn't comment because I didn't think I had a poop story, but one just came to mind. Uh, it's not super long or anything. They don't have to be long, you guys. They don't have to be long. Please, don't be long, uh, but here it goes. I used to work at a daycare in the one-year-old room. During the summer, when the kids went outside, we would have them stand in line and we'd lather each kid in sunscreen and bug spray before letting them loose on the playground. I'm moving as fast as I can through the line of kids. I get to one little girl, and for some reason, it feels extra wet on her legs. Subconsciously, I didn't really care how or why she was wet. I just wanted to finish up so the kids behind her in line wouldn't go wild. You know how one-year-olds are. It's really hard to keep 12 of them in the line. Yeah, I can't imagine. Um... So, I go to move on to the next kid and notice my hands are covered in liquid shit. The poor kid I just sent on her way has liquid shit rubbed all <laughs> over her legs I screamed, looked at my co-teacher with panic in my eyes, and she starts laughing her ass off while telling me to go clean myself and the little girl up. I do so, and since this girl clearly had diarrhea, it wasn't her first time that day either. We called her mom to come pick her up. I got a little TMI with the mom and told her the whole story. Oh, my God. I just, I rubbed shit into your kid's legs. Don't even worry. It's fine. It's cool. It was funny. Isn't that funny? She looked... She looked horrified, I tell you. I will say I was working at a daycare in the next town over, which is very expensive and rich people, whereas I'm from the more middle-class town next door. So me laughing about her kid being covered in liquid poop wasn't as funny to her as it was to me. Oh, my God. I guess. Julia, Julia,
0: you silly little angel from heaven.
1: You're a poet. Chef's kiss. Yes. Chef's kiss, a poop poet well um if you want to send us some poop poetry please do uh the worst day podcast at gmail.com um you know I was feeling really burnt out and feeling like I was about ready to give this up but then that that bitch complained about that episode and I've just really been fired up to just (laughs) go we're gonna go hard we're this gonna is, start making is, money
0: yeah <laughs> jesus mm. anyways
1: uh until next time yeah just remember that it could always be worse and we'll every single like, time will we'll see, see you, you next, next tuesday. tuesday okay love you bye i love you bye <laughs>